Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. This is going to be an exciting one, and it's probably going to be a little controversial, even between us. You may see us and how we bicker and argue, (laughs) because I have a feeling we're going to have very different views. We might butt some heads on this one. I think this one is fun. I'm excited about this one. It's just simple and playful. Yes. (laughs) It touches, yeah, a lot of controversial topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So the topic today is overrated or underrated, and we're just going to go through... In terms of fitness. Fitness. Fitness focus. (laughs) Um, We're going to do an an overrated and underrated for nutrition. I'm Mm -hmm. excited about that one, too. Yeah. Because, again, I, I think... Even between us, we're going to see things a little bit differently. Um, but it, it's, you're going to probably see us. This is how we argue, and it's, it's going to be fun. All right, let's dive in. All right, the first one I have high intensity interval training for weight loss. Overrated. Overrated. Agreed. It's so overrated. I agree. <laughs> I thought you were going to disagree with me. On so that one. <laughs> I, I, may get, I may get fired for this because I am a CrossFit coach and so much of CrossFit is high intensity interval training, even though they, they call it like CrossFit in their style. But for weight loss, I feel like it's overrated. I love high intensity interval training for maybe one day a week to get my heart rate up. That's about it. Everything else is going to be very calm, strength work, uh, zone two training, um, stuff we'll talk about later. But one day a week, and I'm checking that box as a successful week. So highly overrated. Highly overrated. And it's just, it's not very helpful in terms of weight loss. It's not necessary. It's great for your heart and all of that. But you just, we only have so much time in a day. So... Why not put it towards something that's going to help your health and your aestheticals? Yeah, and it's it's just so intense mm-hmm. that that intensity carries with you with the rest of the day. So you feel that stress build up. It adds to your stress levels. Yeah, I, I, there, as much as I like to push intensity, if it's not for specific strength work, I don't want my entire fitness day to be just boom, 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 and attacking me. <laughs> Some days I just need the slow strength work or slow walks. So... That brings us into the, our next one, which is cardio for weight loss. Yeah. So I'm thinking like overrated, underrated. The long term runs, or mm-hmm. like I'm a runner, I'm a cyclist. So mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing for weight loss. And again, I'm going to say overrated. Definitely overrated. Yeah. And, and it's again based off of there's zero strength work in there yes you're going to burn a ton of calories i'm going to burn more calories in the workout if i'm running for an hour as opposed to Mm -hmm. strength training for an hour the calorie difference is night and day but you have to continue that intensity always in order to continue to burn that level of calories so if you eventually your body's going to learn burn less calories doing the same amount of work so you just have to keep upping your work yeah. And once you're done, the calorie burn just stops. Where if I'm building strength, my calorie burn is lasting for a longer amount of time. 
And on top of that, for every pound of muscle you put on, you get to eat an additional 30 calories. That's yeah. a win in my book. It is. It is a win. Every little <laughs> it adds bit. Up. Every little bit helps. <laughs> um, so the next one is strength work. And we've already talked about this one a little bit, but just pure strength work, um, overrated or underrated? I feel like it's very much underrated. I agree. We are like three for three right now. Yeah. It's going to get dicey though in a little bit. Um, And here's where I'd like to see your, where you feel overrated, underrated within the strength realm and full body splits, overrated or underrated? Uh, Underrated. Yeah. So full, just, uh, I also agree underrated, but full body splits are essentially, I'm doing a push movement, pull movement and a legs movement every time I'm at the gym. And to me, that makes the most sense, especially for a busy parent. You're basically working out your whole body. Your entire in one session. body. Yeah. And yeah, in one session. All the big movers. So like chest, back, legs, mm-hmm. like those are the big movers. I like doing it every time I work out because there's probably a day out of the week I can't make it to the gym. Mm-hmm. And if those days become a little bit more frequent, I know at the end of the week, I've still checked all the boxes that I've hit every major muscle group. And that's just hard when you're a busy parent. Mm-hmm. And you can achieve the same thing regardless of what split you do in the end. You can if you're consistent. If you're consistent, yeah. And that's where I think being a busy parent, we have to realize or kind of wake up to consistency isn't going to be five days a week, every week for an entire year. Um, where things like a body part split, which I'm going to go with overrated on a body part split, which is I'm doing chest on one day Mm -hmm. and back on another day. Agreed. Overrated. That's so boring. Yeah. You have to be crazy consistent. Otherwise you could just develop, overdevelop something in your body and underdevelop something else. And nobody wants that. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't have the time to make up those sessions, which I don't know any busy, busy parent who can, um, which goes into an upper lower split, which that could be very, very successful Mm -hmm. if you can consistently provide four days a week. Right. So to give people context, after I had baby Beckett for the first year, maybe year and a half, I did a lot of full body workouts because I just didn't know how consistent I could be. Whereas now I prefer to do more upper body, upper lower splits because I am able to be consistent and it is something I personally prefer, but sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. I, I've started to move from a full body um, into an upper lower every couple after each phase. Um, and I'll do that for a couple of weeks. And I really love it just because I'm walking out of the gym and then let's say it's my legs. My legs are trash. And I love that feeling, <laughs> which I don't get with a full body. Right. Real quick, if you haven't already downloaded our Macros and Metabolism Makeover Guide, you're going to want to do that as soon as possible. It's a great resource to learn how to safely and sustainably lose fat and manage your weight on your own without any crazy detoxes or calorie restrictions. Visit our website at prettyhealthyfamily.com or check out the show notes to download it. Okay, back to the episode. Resting in between sets, and I'm going to kind of frame this is two minutes of rest in between each strength set overrated or underrated underrated i agree wow is this four for four yeah are we at five 
Um, <laughs> yeah, but I started to do the more controversial ones towards the end. Oh, so okay. Let's see if we can get a feel and a flow first. Um, I agree. Rest in between sense very crucial mm-hmm. because of the intensity we're going to want our athletes to really bring to each lift. I feel like so many people don't rest long enough and therefore they're not able to push themselves hard enough yes. in the next set. And Which makes it more of a cardio yeah. style workout. And when you're giving your energy to the cardio and not as much to the strength work, something's got to give and that energy is going to end up going to that cardio movement as opposed to the strength work, which we've talked about adding that strength Mm -hmm. is going to pay off in the long term. So that rest allows you to add more weight to the bar or to pick up heavier dumbbells in order to really tear down those muscles so that they can grow and repair. Yes. And build. All right. Here's one where I don't think we'll agree. Ab training, just direct (laughs) ab training. (laughs) Oh, this is a tough one because I love core work. I just love it. But I actually might agree with you. I do think that it is overrated. But uh, you said you're agreeing with me. (laughs) So wait, do you think it's underrated? I think it's overrated. I think doing direct ab training is overrated. overrated. Um, (laughs) And and honestly, I think it's because I do so much strength work. And then knowing that my diet is actually what's going to make me successful with seeing the six pack. Yeah. And I think that because a lot of ab work is just bicycle crunches or crunches and things like that. And I think that is overrated. Now, what I think is underrated is like, like we just added the hanging knee raises into my program and things like that, that really work the core, but aren't necessarily something that most people would think about in terms of abs, maybe. Yeah. So maybe lower ab work is underrated. Okay. And the upper abs are overrated. (laughs) Um, Walking. What's your opinion on walking? I think walking is underrated, I guess. Yeah. This This is a tough one because walking is... It's great, and but so many people put so much of an emphasis on it. But overall, it's underrated because it's just so good for us, and it's just so good to have movement. Yeah, I'm going to go with overrated. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason why I say walking for me is overrated uh, is just because movement should be really a part of our daily life, walking up up and down the stairs. But thinking that I need to get ten thousand steps to be successful with my health. I, I don't see how mm-hmm. that equates you to don't. a high, high level of health. Yeah. Um, and I do go on social media all the time and just see so many people doing like, I walk for 30 minutes a day on the incline. Like, that's great. That's great. And But you could have done basketball. You could have done all these other mm-hmm. things and still have achieved that same level of cardiovascular um, exercise. Yeah. I agree in that sense. Okay. So, which goes to zone two training. Zone two training is something I love, so I feel like it's very underrated. And I feel like you should explain what that is, though. So, zone two training is training at an intensity level where your heart rate is around 70% of your max heart rate. And so, I do a lot of the zone two training on my bike and when I run because it really helps my me burn. Really, you're burning fat as fuel, but that doesn't mean you're actually going to be skinnier as a result of this because <laughs> you're not like burning like the fat we all think of as fat but it's a way for us to 
become more efficient in our body and how to use different fuel sources. And I think that's super helpful. Mm -hmm. And so when people talk about I'm doing the incline walking, they're actually talking about doing zone two training, but it doesn't have to be limited to a treadmill or walking. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that most people don't realize is that zone two training is actually keeps your heart rate quite a bit lower than you probably think it does. I'm always looking at my watch going, oh, I gotta, I gotta slow down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm always trying to dip into zone three really easily. Yeah, because, and I think we've just been so inundated with intensity equates to high levels of health. And although it does, but you don't need to dip into that high intensity so many times. Eighty mm-hmm. percent of my week, in terms of cardio, is going to be zone two, and an very easy way for you to figure out if you are going too fast or you're out of that zone two is. Can you have a conversation? Mm-hmm. If we can have a conversation like this, I'm still in either that zone one or zone two. But if I have to take a couple breaths mm-hmm. in between my sense that I'm going too fast. Yeah. So it's going to be different for everybody. And zone two, zone two training is really helpful for muscle growth as well. Yes. Yeah. You're not trying to pull some of the glycogen and, and energy from the muscles because you're using that fat as fuel. All right. Complicated warm-ups. Definitely overrated. Why do you feel like they're overrated? Because for one, they're just so... They add so much time to the workout and it's unnecessary. And most people just don't have that kind of time. I think if you're a professional athlete or you're a single person with no family or commitments and your job allows you that kind of time, then yeah, do a complicated warm-up, get that mobility in. But for the most part, I think it's overrated. I agree. Overrated. And I mean, I love a warm-up. Warm-ups are essential to make sure you can lift the heavy weights as um, as safely as possible. But most times my warm up is maybe a couple minutes on some type of bike or walk or something just to get my heart rate a little bit mm-hmm. elevated and kind of cue my body that it's time to wake up. It's time to, we're going to start doing something. Mm-hmm. And then I just, it, let's say I'm warming up for deadlift. I just take an empty barbell and start doing the movement, then putting on a, a little bit heavier weight doing the movement. And that is essentially my warm up. And you're actually warming up the muscle group that you're about to use. Yeah. There's no like turning on my glutes. That's not really a thing. They don't turn (laughs) off. So I I just kind of do the movement to help me be more efficient with that movement. Well, I find for me that it helps me with a mind body connection. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, I do kind of turn on my glutes if I'm doing something where I'm targeting my glutes just by doing the doing little to no weight as mm-hmm. a warm up. Yeah. I, I agree. So not com- not complicated at all. Yeah, it's not complicated. Just get something simple to allow yourself to warm up and then start really attacking those strength movements. Um and that goes into stretching, whether before or after, just spending 5-10 minutes stretching it out. What's your thoughts on stretching? Um I'm going to go with overrated overall. I think that stretching in the beginning of a workout is absolutely overrated. Yes. It's just completely unnecessary and unproductive. And some studies show that it can even weaken your muscles Mm -hmm. and make it harder for you to push yourself strength-wise as much as you otherwise could have. I'm not sure how much truth there is to that, but... 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's like so many other studies we see out in the world where this person's going to look at this study and say it's <laughs> this way, and another person's going to look at the same study. And but either way, it's proven to be unnecessary before a workout. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to do the splits all of a sudden, like in that two minutes of stretching that you've done in your warm up or anything like that. Um, I also agree that stretching is largely overrated because I feel like. Through our strength movements, we should be able to reach those mm-hmm. larger ranges of motion. So if I need to get a stretch in my quads, I should be challenging myself to get lower and lower in my squat position over time. And that should be my goal instead of trying to get heavier weights on the bar. Mm-hmm. Because range of motion is going to be the most important thing 10, 20, 30 years from So you're now. basically you're talking about mobility more over stretching. Correct. I feel like you can achieve mm-hmm. both yeah. within the strength movements that we like our Cossack squats is something that we've talked a lot about, which is just today. a lateral lunge. And for me, the goal is, can I get even deeper in this Cossack squat in this lateral lunge? And to me, that's stretching. Mm-hmm. And a weighted stretch is going to be more beneficial than an unweighted stretch, in my opinion. Absolutely. And we also know that in terms of stretching, like very static stretches, like you see a lot of in yoga, that you're actually just increasing your pain threshold. Mm -hmm. You're not actually making the muscles longer or leaner, Mm -hmm. which is a common misconception that people think. So by doing it the way that you're talking about doing it, you actually are improving your mobility. Yeah. And you can some of these people who do yoga, they're really strong. Mm-hmm. However, there's a difference between strength in a unweighted movement and then putting them under a barbell or asking them to lift a heavy load with a deadlift. That's different styles of strength, but I'm not going to be able to be toned just because I'm doing yoga. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, the next one I think is going to be fun Uh Exercise clothes, buying exercise clothes, or looking the part when you go to the gym. So, and the way I really see this is I I have a pair of shorts, probably basketball shorts from five, 10 years ago. I have old t-shirts that I can sweat in, but should a person actually invest in exercise clothes? I mean, I say absolutely yes. It's underrated. You should invest in clothes. <laughs> I I I get excited to get dressed up and go to the gym because I want to wear my, my clothes. I like putting outfits together that are a little bit trendy and fun. I enjoy that. What's the feeling you get by doing that? Like when you're like, you had a, um, a post the other day, you bought some new shoes and you said you feel like a badass. (laughs) I do. I wore them today. (laughs) But that's kind of the point that, sometimes looking the part helps you feel like I can really attack this workout. Mm -hmm. I feel like a badass. You're probably going to treat that workout differently than you would if it's just an old pair of shorts that you've had for 20 years, an old dingy t-shirt. It's kind of just like I'm going through the motions or I'm here to get stuff done. Absolutely. And I think that's it. it. It provides a level of motivation that you wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah, and it just 
provides a lens. And that's the way, obviously, I'm on the, I think it's underrated, but it provides a lens I see myself through and how I want to attack the day, mm-hmm. which I think that's really cool. And if that's an easy win. And uh, if anyone wants to sponsor us for saying that, <laughs> feel free to come by. Um, and which goes to like shoes, do shoes matter in terms of strength and weightlifting and things like that? Overall, I actually think shoes are overrated. Um, in terms of fashion and interest, I think underrated. But overall, I do think that they're overrated because we don't need all the heel raises and all these cushions and things like that when it comes to our shoes necessarily. We just need, I mean, really, we could lift barefoot. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of where I feel like it's it's underrated because we're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm. Um, I wear my Vivo barefoot shoes to work out and I absolutely love them because it provides that barefoot feel of really connecting with the ground. And so often we see the fashion side of it and we're not understanding the real purpose behind why we're there. It's to be stronger, not to... Mm impress ourselves or have a have a look luckily i think fashion is trending a little more in the right direction to be in line with what's actually good for workouts (laughs) yeah um so another thing people often ask about in terms of wearing things is are wearables so i have an apple watch before i've had like things like a whoop band um heart rate straps things like that what's your opinion on wearables for the everyday person? I actually find them to be underrated because I think that if people use them more often, they'd be more likely to be able to reach their steps just through general movement through the day Mm -hmm. and not necessarily needing to go hop on the treadmill and and, and incline and do that. Or they would be more inclined to sleep better because they'd be like, oh, I hit my sleep goal four days in a row. And I think it can provide a level of motivation that can be really helpful. Yeah. And I guess... I agree with everything you say. Um, I do feel like it's overrated for the wrong reasons and underrated for the right reasons. Okay, explain. Which is in a, a, a summary of what you've just said in that it's overrated in that you don't need these things to be successful. It's underrated in that it does highlight what you're already doing <laughs> And gives you a path Mm -hmm. of maybe you should work on this to be successful. So I'll use myself as an example. I purchased a Whoop band. Whoop band was going to track pretty much my heart rate variability, how much I sleep, that kind of stuff. And this is prior to me getting an Apple Watch, which essentially does the same thing. And I started noticing, oh, instead of sleeping six hours, I can attack my workout better when I get eight hours. And as often as Brittany told me that that was the case, (laughs) it took a wearable and data to tell me, to show me this is what we're seeing. This is how you're trending. And from that sense, I feel like the marketing has got the wrong message, but I get it. They're trying to sell like you wear this band, you're going to be an elite athlete, but I feel like it's overrated in terms of you don't need it to be successful, but if you need a wake-up call to recognize how your habits are leading to your fatigue, then maybe it is underrated. So Well said. Yeah, I like the way you put that. 
Um, the so you don't need it. So you, you don't necessarily you don't need it. it, but it's great to have. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you already have one, don't throw it away. <laughs> All right. That was That's we. It? We definitely agreed on way more than I thought we were. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I thought we were going to be arguing through well, this one. Yeah. I guess you'll have to wait for the nutrition one, which that one probably is going to come out soon. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.